Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. Hello, everyone. Busy day, busy day. Busy couple of days, actually. A lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, it never ceases to amaze me the amount of information out there right now, and it is hard to disseminate. It's hard to, to wade through. Uh, and I'm not here to bring you up to date on everything, but there are a few things that I think stand out more than others, so we're going to talk about those. Uh, the main one is the print media. Um, media in, in general is suffering terribly. Print media is the worst. As a matter of fact, if you look at what's going on around the country, uh, L.A. Times, New York Times, Chicago Sun, uh, Atlanta Journal, uh, there's there's several of them. Uh, many of them. Actually, they're all suffering. Even our local paper in St. Louis is suffering terribly. I, I know back when I was a kid, there used to be, you know, the, they had the Sunday paper that came out. And that thing, that thing was probably an inch thick. It had all kinds of information in it, all kinds of different uh, uh, topics that they covered. Uh, it was very good. It was one of those things that you look forward to on a Sunday. That's the one thing that you, 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 uh, <clears throat> you, you got a lot of your information from today doesn't exist like that. Today, the post-dispatch is, is probably, I would say their demographic is somewhere between the ages of 60 and a hundred that age wise. I don't think anybody young gets the post-dispatch. If it is, it's very rare. So it's hard to sell advertisement in those situations. So it affects you financially. That's the only thing they have is the ability to sell advertisement in their newspapers. So they're suffering terribly because no one gets their information from that anymore. And entire generations are getting it from, it's digital. It's digital. And so it doesn't exist anymore. You know that as well as I do. I'm not pointing out anything you don't know. What I would like to point out is that why this is happening one of the one of the reasons is is because it's poor journalism it's poor journalism it it's a biased uh way of doing business uh the print media has been left-leaning for as far back as i can remember they just are cnn when it first came out now that cnn is a different story we go i'm jumping from from uh, print to cnn which is which is uh, another example of how things can um i guess i guess they they, they evolve and not in a good way. Okay, CNN, when it first came out in the 80s on cable, was it was a very, very useful tool. It was really nice to go to there because you could you could be pretty sure that what they were telling you was the truth. They had actual journalists uh, working for them at the time. But that's all changed now. That's all changed now. It's all gone. It's all gone to opinion, and that's it. No one actually talks about the news anymore. They give you their slant on it, and and they wonder why they're suffering because people get tired of that. Most people just want to hear the news. They want to know the facts, you know, who, what, where, when, why, that kind of thing. That's all they want. And then they can make up their own mind. I don't need my, I don't need the opinion of some guy in a tie who's reading a, a teleprompter. I don't need that. I, I, I think I speak for just about everybody. We, we are completely capable of making these decisions on our own and, and, and descending, I mean, and, and wading through this, this, this mess of information. I always like the information, you know, I, I always compare it to trying to, uh, you know, get a drink out of a fire hose. It's coming at you so fast, it's it's really hard to absorb any of it. So print media, um, 
we've got a local paper here in St. Louis. It's called the Post Dispatch. It's dying. It's 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 on the vine and it's dying. The leaves are all wilted. It, it it's on its last leg. It really is. Uh, its demographic is probably as far as age is probably somewhere between sixty five and a hundred. So young people don't get their information from that. And and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because they are incapable of giving you any information. That also goes into even local papers, like in your in your in your hometown or in your county. And I've got two examples here of of what goes on. Uh, we'll get into that right now. As a matter of fact, I've got a little a paper that's from my hometown, and uh, it's a small one. It's probably, oh, I think the information in it is, I'd say the first section is probably four pages uh, total. It used to be gigantic. It, it really did. I mean, it, it was it was a force to be reckoned with. They they really did a good job. They don't do that anymore. And here's one of the reasons why. I'm going to read you a little bit of a little story, and I have some intimate knowledge about this. That and, and I can give you that that way. I'm I'm making my point because I've been involved in several uh, stories, even national stories. One was the UPS strike in uh, 1995. I, I was a UPS driver at the time. We we saw what was being said in the uh, in the media. It was it was basically all lies. It was it was exaggerated. It was terrible. It was terrible because I was and the thing was is I knew it was not true because I was I was involved in this. So when you see something on TV, it's really hard to to if, if you're not completely involved in it and you don't know it intimately. Um, sometimes you can fall for that. And in, in this case, in that case, in the UPS uh, strike. Uh, none of the infra information was correct, but they continue to regurgitate it and just keep putting it out there about our salaries, our benefits, you know, all, all that stuff. It was all nonsense. And that's when I really learned my lesson about that. You have to be very careful what you believe. Now, in this particular instance, there was a, uh, an article in a magazine, <clears throat> in a newspaper in the area, uh, about a business owner. Okay. Uh, front page news, apparently. And... He goes into some detail about his accomplishments and so forth. I, I know this person personally. I'm not going to mention his name or any affiliation with anything else, but I just want to use it as an example of what people can do if they have the ear of the uh, newspaper or the editor or whatever, okay? Because you'll, you'll hear this description and it's beyond anything. You <laughs> First of all, it was written by him. And I'll explain that a little bit later, but uh, I want to read you one excerpt from this. This is, this is the kind of full-blown nonsense that goes on in America today, uh, both in print and in, in digital. It doesn't matter what you're working on. You have to, you have to understand a lot of times when, when an organization has a slant or a, a uh, 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 I guess, an agenda to push, they're willing to do these things. They really are. And this is just an example. I want to read this to you. He, he describes himself as a successful international author, a keynote speaker, world traveler, highly experienced expatriate, instrument-rated pilot, skilled craftsman, engineer, mechanic, lifelong motorcyclist, certified scuba diver, avid inventor, adventurer, and proud father of a soldier. Okay? He holds degrees in business engineering and psychology, is certified by the da-da-da-da-da. He goes on and on. And as you can tell by this, he, now I don't believe anyone loves him as much as he does. So my point is this, he's got the ear of the editor. 
he has the ability to put this on the front page. Uh, it is written by him. There's no doubt about it because there's no byline. So obviously, and it, believe me, this sounds like him. It really does. It sounds like something he would write. Uh, he's, he's overwhelmed with his, his wonderfulness. And that's just an example of what goes on in America today. This is in, this is in a paper in a small town. That's what this is. It's embarrassing. I was embarrassed to read that out loud. I really was. I really was. It was, it was, it hurt me to do that. Um, there's a lot of things you don't know about him. A lot of things that I, I don't even want to go into, but just let me, let me leave it at this. What they allow to go into print these days. That's how desperate these people are. It really is because if without this, without this, things would have changed. There would have been something else on the front page. Something probably innocuous, something unimportant, because they have nothing to to give you. They have no they have no actual reporters on the, out in the field. They do not they don't do any research. All they do is regurgitate something from another source. Usually, it's the AP, the Associated Press. They get they get their information from there. They just reprint it and they pay a fee for that. The Associated Press has. Uh, you know, reporters in the field. They actually have journalists, I guess, if you want to call them that. And they get that information from them. They reprint, they print, they reprint it in their publication. Uh, most, most big city uh, uh, newspapers, especially nowadays, do that because they don't have the resources to have people out on the street. It's just the way it works. That's, they have to fill this, this, this area. They have to fill their newspaper with something. So they make up things. They, 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 buy these things that are slanted, these stories that are slanted, and they print them. It's very simple. It's the only way they can survive right now. Same thing here in the Missouri. Um, the the, the, the uh, Franklin County paper. I, I, I'm seeing, I saw an article yesterday. It's, it's titled Navigating Election Year. And it's written by a guy who is the, um, oh, I guess he's the editor. Anyway, it talks about election in, in, in 2024. And they're trying to convince you and me as well that there's nothing to be seen here as far as election fraud. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read this right quick. It says the uh, now this is just within the within the uh, story itself. It says nearly three years after rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol, the false election conspiracy theories that drove the violent attack remain prevalent on social media and cable news. Suitcases filled with ballots late-night ballot dumps, dead people voting. Many Americans, spurred by claims from former President Donald Trump, have continued to push the unsupported idea. I love that. Unsupported idea. Here's how they do it. Well, I'll continue this. But unsupported. That's not, that's not accurate at all. That's not accurate at all. There are instances, there, are, there is evidence that the 2020 election was, was, was uh, rigged. And he, by structure... And the way he wrote this is dismissing that and trying to convince you that this is true and has been uh, verified, that it's unsupported idea that elections throughout the U.S. can't be trusted. He's, he's doing that. He, he, it's very sneaky how they do this. It really is. He's, he's making you believe that this is a foregone conclusion, that this has been proven, that, that the elections... Uh, any, any, any dispute about the 2020 election is unsupported, okay? That's absolutely inaccurate. It isn't. Um, let's see, what else? Election officials across the country face harassment and threats 
and few Republicans have high confidence that votes will be tallied accurately in this year's presidential contest, according to a recent AP Norick Center for Public Affairs research poll, which, by the way, is funded by a Soros group. Okay, that I looked that up. That 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 uh, Center for Public Affairs research poll. That's not what you think it is. It sounds very impressive, doesn't it? But it's not. It's not. This is how it works. This is how it works. Now, moving on, and I, I don't want to bore you too much with this, but it says university. This is later on in in, in the in the uh, article. It's it's he goes into some examples, especially in counties like I live in. Uh, he says University of Missouri journalism professor Ernest Perry says voter fraud is very rare in the United States, but there are numerous bad actors who will try to convince you otherwise. And this is a quote. You'll hear people talking about voter fraud without explaining exactly what voter fraud is. To be honest, it is rare for voting fraud to occur in any election in the United States, whether you're talking about a city election or a national election. Folks, I got to tell you, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Now, mind you, this is a professor from, a, from a, uh, the University of Missouri, okay? A guy who, what do they say? Those who can do and those who can't teach. Yeah, he, I'm sure he's very full of himself. He's a professor. He's probably making six figures. And he's just, he wants you to know, as the stinky Walmart people, as, as Hillary Clinton would say, are, are, are the uh, uh, deplorables, that if you have a thought other than everything is fine, don't look this direction, we're all, you know, there's nothing to see here. That is total nonsense. Now, and what's funny is, these are the same people who believed wholeheartedly that the 2016 election was rigged and stolen by the Russians in favor of Donald Trump. So I'm not going to dwell on this in a long time because I got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about some other election uh, uh, information here, but I want you to understand something. It's, it's, it's very insidious what they do. It's in the fine print. You have to, you have to take this with a grain of salt. Everything you read, especially in printed in the print form, these people are desperate. They are desperate to hold on to their jobs. They're desperate to stay in the mix is what they're, they're wanting to do. And I, for one, I'm sick of it. I hate lying by structure and I hate lying by omission. He fails to mention any of the, the uh, obvious accusations that were blatant. I mean, you saw the videos of what went on in Philadelphia. They were, they were stacking the deck. He fails to mention the fact that uh, hundreds of thousands of vote uh, uh, of ballots were filled out with the only person being chosen on the entire ballot was the president. And it was for Joe Biden. These, these, these ballots were pristine. I saw the pictures of it. I saw people who had seen them. They brought them in by pallets delivered in the middle of the night. You and I both know when I went to sleep in, in uh, 2020, that November night, when I went to sleep at 11 or 12 o'clock, uh, uh, Trump was up by tremendous amounts in Philadelphia, especially he, he was up in Pennsylvania by tons. And there was, and I saw experts, people who dealt in this on a daily basis. And they said, there's no way that they can overcome this, this lead. I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock the next morning, I find out that Joe Biden won. So for a journalist to say something like that and to print something like that is, is inexcusable in my book. Um, my, my, my paper that's in my county here is absolutely, it's despicable what they do. It really is. So moving along to the election 
Uh, I want to give you some updates on some aggregated polling that's that's going to make the liberals cry. And that's going to lead into my main thing here. Um, we, let's see, as of yesterday, there's some polling that came out right after New Hampshire, the New Hampshire primary. Right now, right now, if it's if it's Trump versus Biden, okay, and I'm going to read some states here and give you give you kind of a, an idea of what's going on. Now, now there's Trump, Trump versus Biden, and then there's Trump versus everybody else, and these are battleground states, okay. And you know, going back to that, the example he said, he's he, you know the uh, statement he made about elections in the United States. I will say this in my county, and probably in your county as well, in small places like that, it is hard to. Uh, do voter fraud. It is. But no one cares about... See, what they don't understand is when they when they say voter fraud, they're trying to convince you that this this never happens. And, and in small town America, like in my county, I, I doubt that it does. But we're irrelevant to the bigger picture because Missouri will go red no matter what they do. They, we're talking about battleground states. And he fails to mention that as well. So I don't want to dwell on that, but I wanted to make that point. Uh, right now, uh, Trump versus Biden, head to head. In Arizona, Trump is up plus three. In Georgia, he's up plus eight. In Michigan, he's up plus five. In Nevada, and I can't believe this, he's up plus eight. In North Carolina, unbelievable, he's up plus 10. Pennsylvania is a little closer, he's up plus three. And in Wisconsin, he's up plus five. Now, now if we go over to Trump versus everyone. Now, you, you know, you, because you're, you're throwing in these third party, um, you know, players, the JFK Jr., um, who else? Cornell West, Jill Stein, possibly Joe Manchin. When you do that, people would say, well, Trump's going to lose a lot of support because people who would have normally voted for Trump and had to hold their nose will, will in turn vote for um, JFK Jr. That's not necessarily true. What, what I'm seeing and what I'm reading and listening to people, they're explaining that that's actually not the case. What happens is it's a it's an even split between the two, especially when it's Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. So let's just say uh, let's go with let's go with the uh, the numbers on Trump versus everyone in Arizona. He's up plus eight. It actually helps because him against Biden is plus three instead. Uh, Georgia plus seven. Uh, Michigan plus six, Nevada plus 12. In North Carolina, it ends up being plus 13. In Pennsylvania, it stays about the same. It's plus three. In Wisconsin, uh, he picks up, uh, what is it? Oh, plus eight. So, so the point here is that when you throw in a third party candidate, it actually, it actually draws people from the Democratic Party because Joe Biden is so bad. Okay, that, that's the bottom line. Most people who are on the Trump train or believe that he would be the best choice are there to stay. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, they're not going to vary very much. You're gonna lose maybe a point, maybe, maybe in the in the aggregate. But I mean, overall, overall, he's way up. He's never been this far ahead. Ever. Ever. 2016, not even close. He was never in the lead. Never. No, no polling. I don't care what aggregate you used, even the outliers never showed him ahead. As a matter of fact, if you remember in 2016, uh, I think the night of, they said that, I think CNN even said that, that uh, Hillary Clinton had a 98.9% percentage of possibility of winning the election. No one saw that coming. Okay. And he was never ahead. 
in, in that. And in 2020, there were some outliers polling. Um, probably early on to show him maybe a point ahead in certain states, but it was never like this. This is an avalanche. You're talking about in the general election right now, if you look at the aggregate, it's plus four, Trump. That's a lot of votes. That's a landslide. It really is. There's a possibility that he could even win Virginia at some point. I mean, he it's possible that he can win the uh, the popular vote. That That's how bad this is. They have got to be shaking in their boots right now. They've got to be. Now, what are they going to do about it? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. What are they going to do? And oh, and I want to I want to make this clear. Apparently, the 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 uh, polling places, the the people that do this research and stuff, that is even including. Now, I don't know if you know how this works, but they look at how many people voted on in a previous election, and they base their percentages on how many Democrats voted as opposed to how many Republicans. And they make adjustments for that after each election. So if they did that, if they did that, this is even better for Trump because there were more Democrats voting in 2020 than there were Republicans. That, that's, that's a fact. So if they made that adjustment and, and they're doing that with their numbers to, to reflect that, it's going to even be worse. So I just want to make that point. Uh, what are they going to do? What, what are they going to do about Trump? What can they do? I, I, folks, at the end of the day, what they can do, and I think they're probably going to do it. Um, right now, right now we're on, we are in on a verge of a huge, huge war. If, if uh, Joe Biden, the squatter in chief, decides to take on Iran and pulls the wrong lever and does something that's over the top, we are going to be in a regional war there and it's going to spread into the, in the Middle East and it's going to, it's probably going to explode. Now, the problem for Biden is the fact that that war is 6,000 miles away from the United States. What they need to do and what they probably will do, and we're probably going to be have to be prepared for this, fear is a primal, oh, I, 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 it's basic. It's basic. Everybody knows what fear is. It's like eating, drinking, sex. That it's the it's some of the primal stuff. Fear is a big one. Fear is a is a is a great uh, motivator. It really is. Fear is there. So what are they going to have to do? Well, they're either going to have to they're either going to have to kill Trump or I don't know or or have somebody else take Joe Biden's place. We've talked about that, right? I see Gavin Newsom being the, the, the perfect candidate for that. Now, they've got a problem. They've got Kamala Harris in there. What do you do with her? I think they have a dilemma there that they can't figure out how they're going to get around. Yeah, because if Joe Biden steps down, the logical replacement would be Kamala Harris. But prior to the election in 2020, they picked her because she's, she's of color and she's a woman. You know, the problem is, I don't think they did the research. She's also a moron. Okay. So you can't, no one likes her. They hate her more than they hate uh, Joe Biden, which is hard to, that's hard to even measure. Okay. So what are they going to do? Well, they're going to have, they're either going to have to kill Trump or they're going to have to change players. And if they figure out a way to get rid of Harris, she may bow out too. Who knows? Uh, Gavin Newsom would be the 
logical choice in my book because he's charismatic, he's good looking, he's young, he's he's run a country. I mean, well, not a country, but he's run a huge state that's got a uh, economy that's the size of uh, I think it's the fourth largest economy in the United States, in the world. So he would be your logical next step. Now, now I've heard rumblings about Michelle Obama running, and you know what I feel about that. You know, you know my thoughts on that. If you don't, then I will bring you up to date. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think he or she wants that kind of scrutiny. It's a great, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. And, and I tell you what, in all honesty, I was talking to a friend of mine the other night. And he's probably listening to this right now. Uh, he was asking me, he asked me straight up, what would you do? What would you do to get her elected? You know, Michelle Obama, she has no experience. She lived in the White House, but that's like taking a, you know, a, a flight on a plane and expecting you to be able to fly the plane, okay, just because you're a passenger. It, it means nothing. It means nothing. Now, do people like her? Absolutely. Now, let's assume she's a woman, okay? I'm going I'm to use that word because I think there are doubts there. I do. And, and people can call me a conspiracy theorist, but, I mean, you, you look at the facts, you look at body makeup and all that, it's a little troubling, okay? She has no experience. Uh, she lived in the White House. She has, she has all this baggage she takes, she brings with her. Now, how would you, how would you get her elected? And I told my friend <laughs> and he couldn't believe what I said, because I, I mean, if, if you were, if you were asking me advice, say I was running the, uh, the show and we decided that Michelle Obama would be the candidate we want to replace, uh, Biden with, how would I do this? I can tell you folks how I would do it. I would have her come out as a transgender which we all believe may be the case. You know, there is, you know, there is rumblings of that. And, and like I said, there's some evidence to, to point to that direction. I mean, when, when's the last time you heard of a, you know, uh, Barack Obama girlfriend coming forward and saying something? You, you, just, you just never hear that. There's no pictures of uh, Michelle Obama pregnant. Uh, you've never seen her in a, a bathing suit. Uh, she's got shoulders that are bigger than mine. And I work out all the time. Uh there's lots of, but that would be the way to do it. Think about what I'm saying. If she came out and said she was a transgender and she used that and she said the struggles she went through, um, because right now that is, that is the thing in America right now, transgenderism. That's what it's all about. Um, uh, it, it's not about, it's not about gender dysphoria. This is, this is a choice these people are making. Don't, don't let anybody kid you that it, that's not the same thing. People who have gender dysphoria are being done a disservice by these people coming out and, and doing this like they're getting a tattoo. It's ridiculous. But my point is, if she came out and had Oprah standing beside her, you know, uh, announcing that she was a transgender, which in turn would tell you that Barack Obama was a homosexual, okay, because there's no way, other way to look at that, and say, and, and to have her explain the, 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 the trials and the tribulations, the, the, how how it affected her emotionally on and on have a tear in your eye i'm telling you she might be able to win it may turn this election around i don't know will that happen i doubt it i doubt that's going to happen i don't think she wants to scrutiny i don't think i think she likes she wants to be oprah that's what she wants to be so i don't think that's going to happen but if they were asking me that's what i would do you would garner so much sympathy it would be unbelievable it really would I mean, it, in all honesty, I don't care that he or she is what, I, I really don't care. I don't care if Barack Obama is a homosexual. I don't care. All I want you to do is do your job and do it well. That's it. That's it. We're not electing a Pope here. So 
same thing with Donald Trump. Is he got his his uh, you know his issues, his his faults? Absolutely. I always go back to I just want you to do your job and do it is to the best of your ability. That's it. That's it. But if I was running a campaign and they asked me what we should do, that's what I would do. Now, what are they going to do? They're going to use fear as a motivator. That's what they're going to do. Because normally, in any other situation, if a president is in a, in, in, in a uh, we call him uh, a war president, somebody who's in the midst of a, of a conflict, okay, they usually get reelected, no problem whatsoever. Because we don't want somebody taking over, uh, what do they call it, uh, changing uh, horses in midstream, that kind of thing. We want to support our president because we're afraid, okay? Right now, we're not afraid. The stuff going on over in the Middle East, I don't mean anything to us. What are you more interested in? The price of gas, the price of gasoline, I mean, the price of groceries. I mean, these politicians don't ever go to the store and buy their own stuff. They have no idea what you and I are going through. So that turns the tide. That trumps, for lack of a better term, that trumps the war effort overseas because most of us see that as really irrelevant for the most part and a waste of money. Why are we sending money to Ukraine to fight the Russians? That's a border dispute. Why are we helping the Israelis uh, uh, commit war crimes against Hamas and the Palestinian people? Why are we doing that? No one, most people do not agree with this. Most people don't. You've seen the, the protests about the, you know, uh, in support of Palestinians. I mean, most people don't agree with this. The Israelis have gone over the top on this one. They've killed at least 25,000 people in, uh, in Gaza. Now, I don't think that's 25,000 Hamas leaders. I'm pretty sure they aren't. They're actually going into other countries and, well, into the West Bank they went in the other day and assassinated three guys who were in a hospital. They were asleep when they did that. Is that justified? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but I can tell you this much. It's gotten to the point now where that has become a completely different issue than World. Let's just say, for example, World War II was. World War II, we were all on the same page. America was on the same page. We want, we had a common enemy. That's what we had: Hitler, the Germans. That was it. You know, the Japanese. Uh, you know, uh, Stalin. Or no, not Stalin. Uh, uh, Mussolini. Yeah. Stalin, which which really is funny, is he was our friend, and he was probably one of the most horrible dictators that ever lived. But you know, your friend, you know, your enemy of your enemy is your friend. That's just the way it works. But nonetheless, that's a whole different story. Here's what they're going to do, folks. They're going to do something within the United States. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be big, and there's going to be lots of death, lots of destruction. I have no idea what's coming. I'm not going to try and predict it, and I'm not going to predict when it's going to happen. But they have to have something to make you scared. They 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 lost it on uh, COVID. No one's buying that anymore. You've got a handful of people. You've seen them wear masks still. I mean, I can't help those people. But that's gone. No one's going to believe that again. They bring that to the forefront again and try that again. It's not going to work. It's actually going to hurt them. But what can they do? It's it's fear. It, they want you to believe that Boogeyman is around every corner. They really do. And they're going to pull something off in the United States, and it's going to look like it could happen anywhere. That's what's going to happen. That's the only way they can fight Trump, short of killing him. That's the only way they're going to be able to do this. They're, they have to turn 
your head away from the, the 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 focus has to be switched it has to be it has to be moved off of how bad this economy is how bad the southern border is okay how bad the deficit is we have to forget about this we have to we have to convince you as an american that your best bet is to have joe biden stay at the helm and fight this horrible thing that's happened because it could come to your neighborhood. It's the only way this is going to work. It's the only way they're going to be able to do it. So be ready, folks. It's coming. I, 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 again, I don't know how they're going to do it, and I don't know what they're going to do. But it's going to be an attack, and, and you're not going to be able to trace it. It's going to be untraceable. They're not going to know who did it. It's going to be up in the air for probably years before they actually come out and say who actually did it. They'll, have, they'll be pointing fingers at everybody. You can bet on that, because the more the merrier on this one. I mean, is it Iran? Is it the Russians? Is it the Houthis? Is it Haiti? Is it, who knows? Who knows? But it's going to be horrible. It's going to be something you and I, as Americans, have never seen before. And they're going to use the press, uh, the printed as well, like I was just explaining to you. And, and they're going to use the digital. All, all their players are going to be in place. They've probably already gotten the, uh, the script that they're going to need to read. And they're going to convince you that your best bet is to stick with the guy that's in charge because he can take care of this. And we all know that's not possible. He's not capable of this. His whole administration is the worst I've ever seen, probably the worst in American history. But that's what they're going to do because the only thing they can do at this point to beat this trend, it, it, like I said, I was just reading the, the, uh, uh, you know, the polls. It's, 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 a, it's a landslide. It's a landslide. And the only way they can stop this is to scare you to death. Use fear as a tool. They've done it before. They will do it again. So anyway, that's all I got today. Uh, I'm going to go into the news. I'm going to do some news. There's a lot going on. And I wanted to comment on some of it right quick. So I'll be right back with the news. Uh, again, I appreciate you listening. I hope I provide a service of some kind. And I, I, I hope you like listening to me because I sure enjoy doing it because the funny thing is, is I do this anyway, and this way I get to share it with people. So anyway, I'll be right back. In which the firm does these things. They, they, they make these bills so complicated, and they hand them out at the last minute that you have absolutely no way of knowing what's in them, and they ask you to vote on it by not, have never, never having read it. It's unbelievable the way they've, they've come up with a new system. Yeah, it, it, it really is. you got to kind of hand it to these guys. They're horrible. There's no doubt about it. But... $106 billion supplemental aid. They spent four months negotiating and, I mean, obsessing over every sentence, every word, every period, and every comma. And here's what they have to say. I still don't know exactly what's in this bill, although I have serious concerns with it based on few details the firm has been willing to share. But under no circumstances should this bill which would fund military operations in three distant parts of the world and make massive permanent changes to immigration law be passed next week. I couldn't agree more. Folks, that, that, that's no way to do business. That's no way. That's not how the founding fathers expected the United States to operate. They just didn't. We need to pass the bill to find out what's in it. We heard that one other time from um, Nancy Pelosi on a, on a stimulus package. It was huge. It was, I think it may have been a trillion dollars, if I'm not mistaken. And we, and we have to pass it to find out what's in it. 
this is ridiculous. They, they hand you a, that would be like your teacher in high school handing you a war and peace and saying, hey, I need that read by tomorrow morning. It can't be done. It literally can't be done. And that's what they want. They want you to vote on it based on their, uh, well, based on their beliefs. And, and I don't want to do that. Schumer and McConnell are both should be run out of town on a rail. So uh, let's see. Fannie Wilson, Willis has been subpoenaed by the House Judiciary Committee. That's interesting. I'll get this one. California, California wants to, uh, let's see, what did, what did it say here? California wants to base electric bills on income instead of usage. <laughs> now, this is the guy that's going to run for president. And mind you, this is the kind of lunacy that's out there. Uh, it says California's governor, Gavin Newsom, is standing by the state's soon to become and um, soon to be implemented equitable equitable policy to base electric bills on income rather than usage, even as public and political opposition to the idea builds in the Democratic coalition. He's going to, he's going to charge people for electricity based on how much money they make. So in essence, it's a tax on the rich or not even the rich people in the middle class. They're going to pay more than the poor for the same, the same product. I don't think that's right. How about you? Do you think that's a, you think that's a, a that's a fair way to do this? Because I don't, I don't, I, I I don't understand what kind of logic this is. People who are 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 in the lower rungs of society are going to probably pay nothing, and people who actually went out made a living and have and have you know made something of themselves, a life in the middle class, are going to pay more than the guy that's sitting at home watching TV. Uh, smoking a blunt, drinking a, a, a diet Pepsi. That, that, that's inexcusable. That's the kind of lunacy that's in New, is in California. And I have heard from people I know, or third, you know, third party, I've heard people who have talked to people that live in California, they're getting out immediately. They can't do this anymore. And I see why. This is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Biden blames inflation on grocers, ripping people off. Biden, who has probably never went to the store on his own in his entire life. Okay, he has no idea. He has no concept of the business world. He has no idea how things are work. He believes that electric, uh, electric electrification of the transportation uh, uh, system is going to be the answer to everything. He absolutely has no idea. And to say that out loud is just unbelievable. Grocers are not ripping people off. Do you have any idea that the profit margin in, in, in a grocery store? It's very, it's very small. You're talking about two to 3%. And to say that they're ripping people off is ridiculous. I'll tell you who's ripping people off. It's, it's Biden's energy policy that's ripping people off. He doesn't, he doesn't mention that in the article, but that's true because everything is based on what you pay for fuel. It's just that simple. So when your fuel goes through the roof, your cost of goods are going to go up. It just, it makes it, it's that simple. I mean, and, and I, I, I know that there are other extenuating circumstances that are factored into this thing, but at the end of the day, if it costs you more to get your product from point A to point B, you are going to pass that along to the consumer. You're not going to eat it. It's that simple. So for him to say that is just, it shows how clueless this guy is. It, it really does. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. It's got uh, Trump election case now on hold for 50 days amid immunity appeal appeal. That's, that's, that's fine. That's a good idea. I think his immunity should be, that should be brought to the forefront. 
does he have you know presidential immunity? Okay. Yeah, I, th I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're they're backing off a little bit on some of these. Um, let's see what else? Nikki Haley supporters in South Carolina are still holding out hope. Well, you can hold out hope. That'd be like rearranging uh, uh, deck chairs on the Titanic. So that's not going to happen. Here's an interesting one. White House taps John Podesta as the successor to John Kerry. John Kerry is stepping down as the uh, climate czar. He's going to go in because he's so smart about elections and he's won so many of them. He's going to go help the Biden administration and the Biden campaign and see if he can't turn this this campaign around, <laughs> which is laughable. I mean, it really is. John Kerry, if there's one thing he doesn't know anything about, it's elections. He doesn't know how to run one and he doesn't know how to win one. But nonetheless, that, that could work in Trump's favor that, that uh, Mr. Kerry is involved in that. But when you tap John Podesta, now mind you, John Podesta... He's the one that worked for, he was Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign manager. Now this guy, he's a, he's a weirdo. He's a, uh, I would say he's involved in some kind of child uh, sex trafficking. He was, he was at the center of the uh, Pizzagate story where there are accusations of the Democratic Party running a sex ring operation under age children out of a, a restaurant in uh, D.C. It's where they all met. John Podesta was at the center of that, of that, I thought it was a tragedy. It was it was a it was a scandal. And they and obviously they they denied it, but it was strange the the wording they used in the emails and communications with each other were obvious code words used in the underworld by pedof pedophiles and sex traffickers. It included references to uh food, uh cheese whether cheese you know hot dogs were um, were boys it, it was some of the creepiest stuff you've ever heard and it fell off the edge of the earth the story did now he was in the center of that his his brother was at the center of it now i i, I don't know if it's true or not but it got lambasted as a complete uh fiction but if you look at the story and you look at it with an you know open mind there's something there there really is what else are we looking at here? Oh, tampon dispenser put in Connecticut high school men's bathroom. It got destroyed by students within 20 minutes. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> this is in Connecticut, no less. In Connecticut. People are not very happy with this. Why would you put a tampon dispenser in a boy's bathroom? Uh, that's the kind of lunatics we're dealing with here. And... One of the final stories I want to talk about, and we'll do we'll do more of this as we go along. I, I get a little long-winded sometimes, but I, this is a story right here. It says, police arrest 539 people in large-scale sex trafficking sting in California. Okay. Now, I want you to understand something. And this I, I saw this the other day, and I was, I was flabbergasted by finding this out. But come to find out, the largest sex trafficking event in American, in America is the Super Bowl. So this is going on right now. This is going on this very minute. We're talking about adults. You're talking about children. You're talking about uh, girls that are 14 years old. They're, they're, they're exploiters. They're sex traffickers. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on. And it goes on in one of the, the most widely watched sporting events in America. And we are absolutely blind to it. And I think that's a horrible thing that this goes on. This is a horrible thing that we don't realize this. We need to really, really take a real look at this because 
this is this is this is going on right under our noses worried about whether or not taylor swift and, and this and this kelsey you know uh, stay together after the super bowl it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how naive we are as a nation it really is it's sad it's sad and it's going to be in our undoing if you ask me so anyway uh that's all i got today i uh, appreciate you listening listening i'm having trouble speaking today it's like i've been drinking or something i haven't had a drop okay uh i i think one of the problems is is you get a little <laughs> i've always had this problem my brain gets ahead of my mouth i need to slow down take a big deep breath i i'm i'm so excited about what i'm saying and i want to get it out so quick that sometimes it sounds like i've been you know i've i've had a, a minor stroke <laughs> which i don't think's happened so anyway i wanted to thank you for listening and if you know of anybody that would enjoy this pass it along to them and we will talk to you again later. It is February 2nd, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>